Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Today, our reading has been, uh, the reading is John chapter, uh, sorry, Genesis chapter 2. When we saw how God created man and breathed into man, man is just dust. It's the breath of God that changes your story. And as I said yesterday, we need the Holy Spirit. The breath of God is the Spirit of God. The breath of God, Bible says, and God breathed into man and uh, the, the, the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Verse 7 of Genesis chapter 2. God breathed into man, you know, the kiss of life. You know the kiss of life when someone is dying or someone is unconscious and you have to blow air into their lung for the, the person to begin to breathe again. The resuscitation process is it's the kiss of life. God gave man the kiss of life. But the kiss of life means that the spirit of God is invading or coming back into your system to bring to life the things of God. The good things that God has been doing in your life, which for some reason has been compromised or have been shattered or has been distracted, I see the Holy Ghost coming back into your life to reactivate the goodness in your life and family in the mighty name of Jesus. So, in the book of Genesis chapter 2, we saw God breathe into man and man becoming a life-giving, a man becoming a living soul. And God puts man in the garden. God is always interested in putting you in a location where you flourish. Don't relocate yourself if God has not relocated you. It's always good to, uh, always good to, because your provision is always tied to your location or your allocation is always tied to your location. I see somebody as you walk with God and stay in your location. Don't dare. Don't dare leave church. It will bite you. Don't dare leave church. Stand where God can reach you easily and bless you and visit you. Because consider the complexities in your background. Consider the complication of, of your history. Consider the complication of your credit record. Consider the complication of where you are coming from. Don't underestimate. Don't think Satan has gone on holiday of the or the devils that fought your father, the devils that fought your mother, the devils that fight people in your family, they haven't gone on break. It's just because you have taken you have ducked and taken some cover. You've come under the umbrella. It looks like everything is okay. Please, please, please stay where God has placed you. Stay where you are beginning to enjoy the peace, the freedom, the blessing. Stay there and grow there. And God is man in the garden of Eden and told man and Bible says that and God Lord made out of the ground every tree that bears fruit to grow and the tree of life was also in the garden and the tree of knowledge of evil the good and evil was also in the garden and so God told man of every tree that is in the garden eat you are free to eat it's meant to bring you life but in the verse 17 he told that he told him that don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil because that tree represented the nature of the devil that tree represented death he said for in verse 17 says that for in the very day you eat it ye shall die in the very day because it's a tree of death it comes across as something that will make you wiser it comes across as something that will make you know more 
Mm. It comes across like something that will make you feel important and good. But boy, mm. there's death. There's death. The Bible says in the book of, I think, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 14, that there is a way that seems right in the sight of men, but mm. the end thereof is death. You won't realize that it's leading you to death until you get to the end and you realize that you have, you have wasted your destiny and wow, wasted wow. your focus. There is a way that seems right before men. Please don't just make decisions based on just your or your natural senses make decision based as well in, in, in engaging your spirit your spirit man engage your spirit man make sensitive wise spirit their decisions led by the spirit from your inner man in the mighty name of Jesus and the very day they ate they died they ate they died but thanks be to Jesus thanks be to the power of the cross thanks be to Jesus for the power of the cross thanks be to Jesus for his flesh and blood thanks be to Jesus for his body and his blood and he gave to us for oh God as the lamb of God he came as the lamb of God don't worry because you've got a lamb once you've got a lamb your story is different in Genesis in Genesis chapter 4 Bible says that and it came to pass that verse from verse 3 somewhere there it came to pass that Cain brought sacrifice and Abel brought sacrifice. Cain brought of the fruit of the ground by Abel. Abel brought of the fatlings, uh, fatlings of his lamb or his sheep. He brought a sheep. He brought a lamb. He brought a ram. When you have a ram, when you have lamb sacrifice, you are not going to be a victim because yes. in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, sacrifices of lamb, lamb the lamb sacrifice super Sees every other sacrifice. So in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. Why? Because he had lamb. Tonight, I'm telling you, as we come to the communion, we have lamb. It's the body of the lamb. We have the lamb. We have the lamb. You have the lamb. You are advantaged. If you have the lamb, you will not be a victim. If you have the lamb, somebody who believes, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Kadabashataya. I want to draw your attention to something. In First Samuel chapter 7, verse 3, And Samuel speak unto all the house of Israel, saying, If you do turn unto the Lord with all your heart, then, then put away the strange gods and ash thereof from amongst you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord, and serve him only. Sister, not God and your boyfriend. <laughs> I know you are in love. But a, a, a champion will walk away from what he desires to protect the future he loves. You are feeling attracted to something. That is, you are not the first one to feel that. Eve felt the same way in the garden. If so, that this fruit, if I have this tree and eat, I'll feel good. Mm. He said, and if so, in Genesis chapter 2, uh, sorry, chapter 3, verse 6, if so, that this thing was good for food. You can see that your girlfriend is good for food. Your boyfriend is good for food. Hey. 
Eve saw that it was good for food and it is a tree that will make you wise. When you have that tree, everybody will say, oh, wow, you got him, you got her. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He drives a BM and he'll be sitting oh, wow. in His wow. BM has got black alloy ties. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's not for him. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So you are wowing yourself into woe. Woe. The, 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 the W at the end of wow will change to E. Hey. Wow. Mm. Wow. yourself into woe. 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 Woe means danger and trouble. When he saw that the, the tree was good for food. In the same way, you cannot serve God and Ashtaroth. You cannot serve God, Almighty God, and other things. Some of us are listening to me. You are, you, your, your ego is your, your God. Mm. You are so big. You, you're so important to yourself. Somebody is listening to me. Your money is your God. Your education is your God. Some of you, your beauty. You think you are a goddess, Cleopatra. You wow. think you are so beautiful. So all your time, every day, you spend about eight hours polishing up. Hey. Mm -hmm. It's a different if you are spending that amount of time, even half of it every day, polishing your spirit. Yeah. Polishing your spirit. For man is a spirit. He has a soul, lives in a body. Mm -hmm. Why are you polishing the body where the man lives in and living, living the spirit with who actually the man is? Wow. Wow. Samuel said in First Samuel chapter 7 verse 3 he says that and Samuel spake unto the house of Israel saying if you do turn unto the Lord with all your heart then put away the strange gods and Asherah from among you and prepare your heart unto the Lord and serve him only him only him only not him and your friends him only him only him only. It gets to a time where there will be a distinction between me and my family. I remember years ago when I got born again because we were in the Catholic church. My mom told me, you are not going to that church anymore because those churches, they are not stable. You are going to come to the Catholic church with me. But I knew I was in the Catholic church for many years and never was told to be born again. Never was taught the word of God. Never, I never, I knew if I died in that place, I would have gone to hell. Anyway, it wasn't about the church. But it's about where I discovered Christ and where I'm being taught Christ, where I'm being taught the word of God and I'm growing in the spirit and I'm receiving an inheritance among the saints through the word of grace. My mom said, you won't go. I won't give you money for transfer. I said, mom, I need to go. And there was a separation, not a physical separation, but in the spirit, I pursued God. I didn't follow my mom. Today, I thank God. She's happy I didn't listen to her. She's happy I didn't listen to her because if I had listened to her, I would have missed my, de my destiny in God. So it gets to a time where I worship God only and not God and family, not God and my mom, not God and my dad, not God and my wife, not God and my children. Even God, it can't be God and my wife. Why are you making it God and your girlfriend? Why are you making it God and your boyfriend? Wow. Someone who has wow, not wow, committed wow. his future, committed their future to your future put them at the at par with God. Bible said, Jesus said, nobody can serve two masters at a time. Ooh, you cannot right. serve two masters. Oh, you say, oh no, we love each other and we love God. No, it's, just, it's not true. It's not true. What, that relationship is taking you away from God or God is taking you away from that wow. relationship. Come he on. said, you cannot so I feel like preaching. It's coming your I'm telling you, 
end of fast. I believe in if I'm, I, I told you there are miracles. Yes. So if you believe that part, why don't you believe the other one God is telling me through you? I believe it. Through me. I believe. Why don't you believe it? Believe. You only believe, receive it, receive it, but you're not believing the instructions. I believe that one. Wow. So the Bible is made up of narrative and didactic part. The didactic part is called the instructions. For all scripture, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness. Instruction in righteousness. The word of God, the pastor, the anointed servant is supposed to be able to bring the instructions from above. That's the Lord. Amen. Oh, don't serve God and something else. Serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. Do you see that? Pastor, why am I going through all this thing? Is it possible? It's because other things have your attention. Other, a lot of other things are sharing the space with God in your heart. And so God is not able, that God is not free and able to operate freely in bringing deliverance and bringing testimony into your life. But from today, I am, I'm very convinced that the story is going to be different. So the Bible says that verse four, then the children of Israel did put away Baalim and Ashtaroth. And serve the Lord only. May that be your testimony. Amen. Amen. The children of Israel, they put away Balim. Mm. Some of you mm. have Balim in your life. Okay. Who is that Balim or Asheroth? Mm. Balim. You are sharing your life, your, your space for God with Balim. Amen. Verse 5. And someone said, gather all Israel to Mispeh. And I will pray for you unto the Lord. I will pray for you unto the Lord. That's what the prophet said. Gather. Gatherings are important. I believe that tonight's gathering is going to change somebody's story. Amen. Amen. Tonight's gathering, do you know what it's Amen. called? It's called Ebenezer. Wow. He said, gather all of them. Tell those who are not on the line. They are supposed to be on this line. Wait, what are they doing with Shalim? What are you doing with Shalim when we are together here? And we gathered together to Mespe and drew water and poured it out before the Lord. And watch this, watch this. And fasted that day. When you fast, you change the game. Mm, fasting is a game changer. That's um, that's why I'm sure this seven days of fasting has changed somebody's story. Amen. 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 This fasting has secured a change of story. Amen. Amen. Secured Amen. a change of story. Amen. And they gathered and fasted that day and and said they we have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mizpah. Now watch this. And when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel were gathered together to Mizpah, the laws of the Philistines went up against Israel. See, the enemy is not comfortable when we meet. That's why the mm. devil will do anything to exempt you from the meetings. Mm. The strength, our strength has a lot to do with our gathering and our fellowshipping. So that's why the devil brought COVID, thinking that he'll use COVID to, COVID to disrupt oh. with the believers. He's joking. We are still meeting. Mm. 
Yes. Having this wonderful meeting. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Those who are not really part of us and not serious for God, those are the ones who fall on off. But those of you who are serious, we are going to maintain our gathering because the Philistines does not like the Philistines don't like don't like it when we gather. They don't like it. But someone said, "Gather Israel unto myself." Come on. Let's pronounce it first. Let's gather. The devil has risen against you. Let's gather. When the Philistines heard that the children of Israel have gathered, the lords of the Philistines, and when the Philistines, the children were gathered together, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. Now listen, sometimes in your attempt to do it God's way, Satan will stir himself up and scare yeah. you. Suddenly, all kinds of opposition. The people who you thought are Christians who support you, your family, they have rather guarded the family against you because you are doing Christianity. Wow. Oh, this thing you are taking it too far. This thing you are taking it too far. Wow. Why, why are you doing it? Just take it moderately. Moderately? Moderately? If you knew what Christ has done for me. So the Philistines, when they heard that the children of Israel had guarded, they came after them. They said, no, these people shouldn't gather. Satan cannot stand our gathering. Mm -hmm. Our gathering is a threat to the kingdom of darkness. Yeah. That is why don't let Satan trap you and say, oh, uh, I don't have to be part of this thing. I don't have to. What are you going to be part of? Yeah. Look at your life before you say what you are saying. Can't you look at your life? Look at your life before you say what you are saying. Look at the trajectory of your life. Look at the direction of your life. Look at what has been going on around your life and family. Can't that advise you that God must be priority in your life? Yeah. Because God, he says that if you draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. They won't draw near to God. And when crisis hits, they say, where is God? If there's God, why all this? You had things were good. Why didn't you ask, this is the goodness of God? Yeah. You never attributed the goodness to God. When crisis comes down, you are saying, God must, must have done something before. When he was doing the good thing, did you credit it to him? Did you say, oh, this is good God, this is God's goodness, this is God's goodness, and praise God, give him glory. Did you ever bother to give him glory? Painstakingly take time and take the glory, to, uh, take the time and the pain to, uh, and the effort to give him glory. You never did it in the time of Christ. Why, why are you, oh God? Where are you? Why, why, God, why all these things? You, you don't have the right to ask why. But God, why? If you have never given him, if you have not been giving him constant praises. Mm. Anytime something happens, before you say, God, I ch why? Check if you are a praiser. If you are a praiser and a thanksgiver. Because did you thank him for the loaves of bread you ate? Yeah. Did you thank him for your food? Did you thank him? So, you see, these are little things that we Christians, sometimes we lose sight of. And we think God is a Santa Claus. Father Christmas, yeah. he's just the vending machine. I hear now there are vending machines that... Uh, dispense um, face mask at the stations. Yeah. Wow, vending oh, wow. machine. No more chocolate face mask. It's amazing. I think it's a good idea. No. <laughs> All right, let's get serious. We need to finish this. And the children of Israel said, verse eight. And the children of Israel said to Samuel, "Cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us." I like the way they said, "The Lord our God." Mm. They went to the prophets. Please pray for. Don't stop praying for us. That's why I'm here. I'm here in my capacity as a prophet of God, as yeah. a teacher of God's word, and as a father of a local church, a pastor of a local church. I'm here, so I'm not only a father, 
Yes. A spiritual father of a church. I'm not only a pastor of a church. Yes, yes, I'm yes, not yes. only a teacher of God's word to God's yes. people. I'm yes. also a prophet of God as his man of God to speak, that says the Lord, and yes. prophesy against the evil things that are standing against you. Prophesy yes. against them. Prophesy against the wall of Jericho. To yes. prophesy against that evil, evil tide that has risen against your health. Yes, yes, that yes, evil yes, tide yes. that has risen against your marriage. That has risen against your finances and your career. That mm. evil tide that has stirred up in your family. I am here like Jesus was in the boat and he got up and rebuked the storm. And he said, Lord. peace be still. I am here in the capacity to rebuke the storm. Yes. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. To, it's not to cry unto the Lord our God for us and he will save us out of the hands of the Philistines. Verse 9. And Samuel took a suckling lamb. He took what? Don't be worried. Don't be afraid when you have a lamb. Yes, yes. Okay. And Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it for a burnt offering holy, the whole thing unto the Lord. And Samuel cried out unto the Lord for Israel, and the Lord heard him. And Samuel, and as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to battle Israel. That was the wrong move. The guy is offering a lamp. Don't fight with him. It's the wrong time to fight him. Because right. the lamp, to have a lamp in the spirit, it moves the battle in your favor. In the midst of offering a lamp, Foolish enemy, don't fight this sister, don't fight this brother. The guy is offering, he has lamb. He yeah. has almost said by, by faith, wow. a bell of to God, a more excellent lamb gives you an access to more excellent sacrifice. That's why Jesus, God Himself, God Himself gave a lamb. So when you give a lamb, you are you bring yourself in the, in the realm of God. The realm of what God is doing, you are moving in the in the at the rate of what God how God is moving. Wow. wow. And Bible says that. And as Samuel offered the burn, the Philistine drew near to battle against Israel by Samuel. Uh, but the Lord watches verse 10. And as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near. Bible said, God Himself said, No, step aside. Lamb is talking. I'm going to take no responsibility for these people. I'm going to handle them myself. Bible said, God thundered. Thundered, and the Lord thundered with a great thunder upon th that day upon the Philistines and disconfited them, and they were smitten before Israel. Your enemies will be smitten before you. Amen. That health enemy, that financial enemy, enemy, that crisis in your family, the devil has put it there. It's an enemy situation. God is about to thunder upon the situation. Amen. Amen. And all the men of Israel, and uh, sorry, and the men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistine and smote them until they came to Bethka. They killed them. They dealt with them because they just finished sacrificing a lamb. You're coming to fight. You're joking. They pursued them and finished them. After tonight's service, you are going to see the back of your enemies. Amen. You are going to see, going to see the back of whatever Amen. the devil has placed in your life to fight Amen. you, to harass you, to frustrate you. You will see the back of it. Now, finally, then, then someone took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and called the name of the place Ebenezer, saying, he that to the Lord has helped us. This is how far God has helped us. This is how far our enemies have been scattered.
Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.